What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. What's up, Warriors? Welcome to another episode of Thriving in the Trenches with Jonesy. Um, I know I've been on a kick of doing interviews with people, but the truth is I uh, started missing being the the star of the show. (laughs) I just wanted to jump back in for another episode and share some things that I've been learning and going through. And um, I guess I'll lead this one off by stating that by no means am I a relationship coach or a relationship expert. I've been through relationships, good and bad, and recently got married. So, I mean, I definitely have some experience and I'm qualified to talk about relationships. But uh, again, my disclaimer is that I'm not not an expert, not a coach, self-proclaimed or otherwise, but I'm going to talk a little bit about relationships. This, for me, is specifically kind of things that I've been learning in my marriage, but I think it also reaches out to just any relationships that we have in our life. And again, as the theme of most of my podcast or all of them go, just conflicts that arise and challenges we have. And with that, we'll jump right in. The first thing I want to talk about is tolerance. And um, tolerance to me is not this thing that we see that's so prevalent in the world today where it's I'm different and you're different and I don't have to accept your differences, but you have to accept mine. And if not, you're intolerant. Uh, It's not really what tolerance is in my book. To me, tolerance is understanding that people are different, allowing them to be different and accepting that. And that's it. We are all different. Every single one of us is created individually we're unique individuals we process things differently we've had different life experiences and to me tolerance is understanding that there are those differences and learning to within reason kind of coexist and for my uh, christ followers out there or people with spiritual beliefs in general now i take that back specifically talking to christ followers i i'm just being honest about who I am, but I don't believe that every belief system out there is valid and everything is true. However, again, just my definition of tolerance is that if you believe something different, that doesn't mean that I instantly have to hate you or tell you that you're wrong or beat you down and try to force that you to believe what I believe. I can love you and disagree with you. And that's tolerance for me. So uh, keep that in mind, kind of one of the themes that will run throughout this message here. But um, anyway, getting back to the whole theme of conflict, right? So what I realize is that a lot of times our biggest conflicts come from trying to control others. And the thing is, we may not see it that way. Like I'd be the last person to look at myself and consider me a control freak or a controlling person. I mean, my kids might tell you different, but they're kids and I own them. So I get to, but I think through our actions, our attitudes, our responses to people, we try to control them. For example, something is 
said in a tone or in a way that I don't like. And so my kind of control move is to give attitude back or to give the cold shoulder or respond in some kind of negative way because you're not doing what I want you to do. And honestly, at the the bare bones of it, that is control or at least attempts at trying to control other people's behaviors. It's, it's a, probably to some degree a form of manipulation as well. I'm trying to, in a passive-aggressive way, display or, or present some kind of punishment or admonishment for something that I don't like with the goal being that you're going to pick up on everything that I'm not saying and change your ways, which if that isn't controlled, then I don't know what is. But here's the simple truth about trying to control other people. <laughs> we can't. I can't. You can't. Nobody can. We're all going to make our own choices. And even in the instance when you can argue somebody into seeing things your way or convince somebody in a conversation to agree with your ways, I, I heard it once and it stuck with me for greater than 20 years now is that if I can come along and argue you into seeing or believing something, somebody can come along right behind me and argue you out of it. So really, there's there's no change. There's no lasting change. And again, change, control, like I, I'm not great enough to do that. And for those of you listening, neither are you. <laughs> uh, and it's just the truth of the matter. So that's my first point is that we, we can't control others and we need to stop trying. My second point is right on the heels of that, is that we need to learn to accept ourselves. And how is that relevant to what I was just saying about others? Well, I've found both through coaching and life experience that it's typically the things that we're unwilling to accept in ourselves are the things that we get so frustrated with others about. Um, The simple example of that is, I'm a very emotional person, and I used to absolutely hate that about myself. I hated that when I got passionate about something I was speaking on that I'd tear up. I hated that when you know close people to me would do something that hurts, that I would be deeply saddened by it, that I would watch movies sometimes and get really choked up and emotional and I just I hated that about myself I couldn't stand it I just absolutely did not accept it and so when I encountered other people that were extremely emotional I immediately had this bias this judgment that they were weak or specifically dealing with men that they they weren't men that they were just I don't know I mean they it's like we grow up with here in the United States, like like men don't cry, boys don't cry, you know, and all that stuff. And it was just, I had that that kind of immediate view of somebody for being emotional, that they were super weak. And it was, in my opinion, I was like, well, I, I'm emotional and I, I don't deal with that stuff. I'd cover it up, I hide, and really I was just faking it. <laughs> and um, I wasn't being true to myself. And so it like just didn't resonate properly within me. So when I saw it externally, it really just got under my skin. It pissed me off. Nowadays, I have learned how to accept who I am and taken that further to respect and then to love who I am, emotions and tears included. 
And if you've listened to my podcast for any length of time, you've heard me say before, like I can choke you out with tears in my eyes. It doesn't make me weak. It just means there's tears in my eyes. And again, I, I say that as a joke, but it's, it's the truth. Like if I'm crying or if I'm sad, it doesn't change who I am or what I'm capable of. It just means that I have feelings. I have emotions, right? Um, so anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent there, but learning to accept myself and love myself for those things, I've gotten a lot better at being able to, again, going back to tolerance, tolerate other people's emotions, accepting that those things don't make them weak. Those things are just part of what makes them human. And now I'm not dealing with a weak person, a weak man, a weak woman, like, and I'm dealing with a human that has human emotions and I can definitely work with that. But again, that came from me accepting myself and accepting my strengths and my weaknesses and understanding that, hey, these are just things to work through. And now because those things within me aren't triggering to me, when I see them outside of me, they're also not triggering to me. I'm, I'm much better equipped to, to handle those things. So that's step two is just to really learn to accept the things that we don't like about ourselves. And to go a little bit deeper on that, accepting something that I don't like about myself, uh, there's some things that like the emotions, they're a natural, normal part of being a human being. So that's something that I had to work on accepting that it was human and that it was normal and that I'm normal, <laughs> whatever normal means, right? But um, there are some things that, let's just say that I'm, in a situation, when I when I started this podcast, like one of the things that spurred me onto the Alpha Code in the first place was a relationship that went really bad, and I was miserable, I was sad. I spent a lot of time crying on the ground, praying, crying out to God, and just like beat up. And I hated where I was at. And in hating where I was at, I just kept basically having a pity party within myself, being super sad about it and rehearsing the story over and over again and just reliving it. And I, I was stuck in that place because all I could think about is how much it sucked and how much I hated it and how horrible it was. But I got to a point of accepting like, hey, this is where I'm at right now. Right now being the key phrase. This is where I'm at right now. And once I accepted that this is where I'm at, it doesn't mean that I accepted like, hey, from now on, I just got to live bitter and sad and feeling lost and heartbroken and whatever else was going through me at the time. I, that's, that's not me. That wasn't the acceptance that I needed. I just needed to accept it like at the moment, this is where I am. Some things happened and this is a result of the choices that I made. And I really had to accept that position. Um, from that point of acceptance... I was able to kind of stand up a little bit more and, and think a little bit more clearly. And as a result, I was able to make decisions and choose a path that got me out of that place that, again, I didn't want to stay in that place, but I accepted that that's where I was at the time. And I think people have a lot of difficulty with that is just seeing past the right now. <laughs> I know that might seem a little strange to say it that way, but but really looking past the right now, and we we don't accept that I feel sad, that I'm hurt, that I'm this, that I'm that, whatever, and we fight against it so much that we we prolong the the grieving process, I guess, or we prolong just sitting in that funk, and ultimately 
at least in my experience, get caught up in our heads or get, I got caught up in my head and like would take me down in depression and it would just be a horrible place. Um, but again, learning to accept, hey, this is where I'm at right now and I just need to pick a path forward and make better decisions moving forward so I don't end up here again. Which is no different really than if you go break your leg or something. Let's say you're a football player and you take a hit and you break an ankle. If you just sit there whining about your broken ankle and stay there, then yeah, you're going to be miserable. But healing is going to take place. And so if you just accept that like, hey, right now, this season, I'm out. I'm down hard. My foot's like practically falling off because my ankle got broke so bad. You accept where you're at and you do what you can. And over time, you heal up. And then you can get back to where you want to be, which is on the field. And so emotionally, with with challenges in our lives, it's no different. We have to learn to accept where we're at or or else we just prolong that period of suffering. And as I've said in the past, suffering is a choice. Pain is not. Pain is a, a natural response to something that hurts. But suffering is absolutely a choice. And lack of acceptance causes us to suffer more. Um, the third point on this is just going to be that we have to take ownership of our own actions and we have to take ownership of the part that we played. It's so easy to look externally. It's so easy to blame everybody else. But if my wife comes out and says something to me that I don't like, even though she may say it extremely respectfully and I blast off and get all fired up and start talking disrespectfully essentially to her, like whether it's raising my voice or whatever, and then she comes back and like flies off the handle at me, not saying either one of us is right in our response, but if in the process of repairing my whole drive is like, hey, you talked to me this way, you did this, you did that, blah, 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 then, and I never accept the fact that I contributed to that, then A, for me, it's going to probably drag, drag the problem out longer, but B, I'm going to repeat that process because if I don't accept that I made a mistake, then I don't see a problem. And if I don't see a problem, I'm not going to fix the problem. I don't care how great you are, how great of a problem solver you are. Nobody will ever fix something that isn't there. That's, I mean, that's the saying, don't, don't, excuse me, don't fix it, fix it if it ain't broken, right? Wow, that was <laughs> quite a little jumble of words there. And uh, yeah, anyway, moving right along. But if it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. And the thing is, we, we can't fix, we can't begin to work on a problem within ourselves if we refuse to look within ourselves. So we have to take ownership of our own actions so we can begin that process of, of rebuilding and reshaping to who we want to be. And along with that comes the forgiveness aspect is that I've done some things in my life that I'm not proud of. I've, I've spoken to people in ways that were definitely not loving to say the least. Um, I've been downright mean to people and I've just I've made some really crappy decisions. So I could sit here dwelling on the fact that I screwed up and beat myself up over it and never make any forward progress. Or I can accept it. Yeah, you know what? I did make some bad decisions or I did treat somebody in a way that they shouldn't have been treated. But I have to forgive myself. I have to accept that I made a mistake and move on from it. Ownership 
and forgiveness, those two things are, are so crucial in a path moving forward and just also in the path of, of being able to restore peace in the midst of conflict. Because again, if I'm holding a grudge against myself or something and I'm in a conflict with somebody and I, we try to start resolving that conflict... Again, this is my own experience, but it comes about, oh, poor me, like I screwed up, I'm so horrible, it becomes a pity party to that other person, which is not productive at all. It doesn't move forward, like at best it gains some some unwarranted sympathy, but it's not it's not productive. And it's not, again, until I own my stuff, forgive myself for my stuff, and then can have a, a decent conversation with somebody about that stuff, that the path of, of restoration can begin. And so, yeah, those are just some things that I've been learning and going over in, in my own life. And so, again, uh, the first point was kind of to just stop trying to control others. We realize that we can't and also accepting or uh, being aware of our passive aggressive attempts at controlling people. Part two is just accepting ourselves and accepting others and accepting like just the differences Um and and part three of that is just ownership and forgiveness. Give these things a try. Like really, really look at yourself in the mirror. I think that that ownership and acceptance and those two things kind of go hand in hand, but I think they're key. Like look at yourself in the mirror and really in the midst of conflict, find what it is that you're responsible for. Own 100% of what you did wrong. And if it's something that you see that you should change, then start changing it. And if you can't see anything that you did wrong, like <laughs> you probably need more help than you're going to get from this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But uh, seriously, like taking that ownership and just um, learning to accept ourselves so that we're not projecting our, our self-loathing onto those that we love. Those are going to get you so far. And that's what I got for this week, folks. Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved, you are appreciated, and no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.